All right. Welcome back to episode 13 of the Weight Solutions for Physicians podcast. Lucky number 13. Here we go. I'm your host, Siobhan Key. I'm a family physician with obesity medicine certification, and I am a coach for physicians who are struggling with their weight. If you need help with your weight and you can't figure it out on your own, I can help you with that. Uh, Just go over to my webpage, weightsolutionsforphysicians.ca, and click on the Work With Me tab and schedule a free introductory session where we have a chance to just sit and chat a little bit and figure out in what ways I would be able to help. You don't have to do this alone. Having knowledgeable, trained support in your corner can make all the difference. I'm looking forward to having a chance to talking with you. All right, so today I'm going to teach you about how to avoid hitting icebergs in your weight loss journey. Icebergs are when things are going really well and all of a sudden you get derailed. Or when you think you're doing what you need to do and things just aren't working or you just can't stay focused. All of those are due to icebergs under the water. And we're going to talk about how to figure out what yours are and how to directly work on them. This is super important if you want to lose weight and keep it off for the long term. All right, we're back. So when we are in not the best state, and we're maybe not feeling that great, and we have a bit of extra weight on our body, our brains focus on that weight as the reason for why we don't feel good and why things aren't going well. And our brain will tell us that if we just lose this weight, we'll feel better and everything will be going okay. And the weight is what we can see easily and it's really easy to put a finger on and go okay that's what the problem is and also in our society there's lots of messaging around us that tells us that that's what the problem with us is so if we have weight and we haven't figured it out that's our problem and it's our problem and we should have done it already is essentially the messaging that we receive and so that must be what why we don't feel good and why our mood is low and why we feel stressed And all we need to do is just figure that out. Now, alongside our weight, that's easy for our brain to see and point fingers at, would be eating habits that we think we aren't doing correctly, and probably exercise. Those are the three things that our brain latches on. And really, again, society tells us that if we have extra weight, well, we just need to eat less and we should be exercising more. And so our brain will easily see those problems and latch onto them and try to focus on improving them. But the problem is, is if you're not feeling good, and you're stressed, or your mood is low, or many other things, you can focus on wanting to lose weight all day long. But probably the result of that is that you are going to just feel worse, and you're probably not going to achieve your weight loss. And that's because focusing solely on the weight, what you eat, and your exercise, you're looking at the tip of the iceberg, you're missing all the stuff that's under the water that's harder to see that is holding that up. 
So you can chip away at the top piece of that iceberg, but there is more ice to come up and take its place. And it can feel like a losing battle lots of the time. I see this lots with people that I work with where they come in with all sorts of stuff going on, but their brain focuses on the weight as the big issue. When reality, all the stuff underneath, all the other stuff that's going on in their life is what's driving the weight and the eating habits and uh, lack of motivation or desire to exercise. And if you start addressing the stuff that's under the water, the bigger piece of the iceberg, then you can start to gain traction on the weight and the eating and the exercise. If you solely focus on the top, you almost never gain traction. And likely you end up feeling like a failure and feel that it's your fault and that it's some sort of personality flaw that isn't allowing you to have success. What I would like to propose instead is focusing on the other stuff that may not in the immediate future seem weight related or seem to improve your ultimate weight goals will be some of the biggest work that you do to have success in those weight goals. So they'll set you up to get you to a position where you actually can focus on changing your eating and changing what you're doing for physical activity. And so I wanted to tell you that this week, I've hit a pretty good iceberg. <laughs> I And I think it's important to know that, that even when you've been on this journey for a long time, it really doesn't take much. And you kind of just shift your mind away from a few of your routines or your systems at work for you. And pretty soon you're running aground on an iceberg. And I like this analogy, because the way I think of a busy life where you're trying to balance work and maybe kids or family, a spouse, having time for yourself, time to actually have fun sometimes. It's kind of like driving a big boat in that when things start to feel off course, it really doesn't actually take much to of a change to have the whole thing seem to go totally off course over a bit of time. But also it can feel like a huge issue to turn the boat around. So when you know that you're off course, you've hit an iceberg to try and start correcting it can sometimes feel huge and overwhelming. But again, just making small changes over time will shift you and move you away from that. So for me, what happened this week was uh, it's been a busy few weeks. I've had a couple of trips that I've had to do on the weekends and then I've worked the weeks. Last weekend I was then on call. I was up for one of the nights and then my husband went away for work and has gone all this week, early Monday morning. So I finished being on call and started being solo parent. And what I'm realizing now is I didn't change my schedule enough for this week. So it's busy and it's hectic. And what I found is I'm irritable with the kids by the evenings and they're driving me a little bit crazy this week. And I find it interesting because when I think about it, the irritability with the kids is the first sign that I'm hitting an iceberg. So the first sign that there's stuff below the water that I'm maybe not addressing. Uh, it's never that things aren't going well at work as a first sign. I think as doctors, we're trained to keep going at work no matter what happens. You can get through some really tough, crappy days and deal with some really tough stuff and hold it all together. But where I notice that it falls apart then is at home. So once the work stuff's done, then I'm irritable and cranky when I get home. 
And that's my first sign that I need to look at some of my other stuff, like my self-care stuff or my thought patterns to try to correct the course. And one of the other things that happens to me, so irritable with the kids, but then also craving foods that I don't normally eat or finding it more difficult to manage my cravings or allow the urges that come and go to just be there and not act on them. All that starts to feel more difficult. And what I've learned for myself Back in the day, I used to view that as, okay, well, I'm just weak, or I'm never going to figure this out, or I had all sorts of stories I would tell myself about that. But what I've learned through all the work that I've done, and the tools that I've learned is that when I'm feeling a little more out of control, it's not a sign that there's something wrong with me. It's just a sign that there's other things I'm not addressing. So it's this, the chunk of the iceberg that's under the water isn't getting enough attention. And the symptom is showing up in craving and irritability and things like that. So you ask what's under the water? Well, the way I view it, and I'm going to, I'll draw out a picture and put it onto the uh, blog page for this. So if you go weightsolutionsforphysicians.ca forward slash iceberg, uh, you'll find it. But basically, if you picture a triangle iceberg, the top is your weight with eating and exercise underneath all that is above the water the very bottom the biggest part of the iceberg I think is your thoughts and this is purposely the biggest part of the iceberg because I really do believe that your thoughts drive so much of our behavior and our cravings and everything that happens and often they go underneath the radar you don't notice them they're the deepest part of the iceberg, so they're kind of the hardest to pick up. But if you start paying attention to them, it can be really powerful stuff. And when I'm talking about thoughts, I'm not just talking about thoughts around your weight or around food or things like that. Those are important for sure. But it can be something that seems totally weight unrelated, like thoughts about how busy of a day you're having and how you're not going to get stuff done can then drive your stress levels up, which ultimately lead to you eating at night or in the afternoon or needing snacks or just not feeling like exercising by the time you get home or things like that. So paying attention to when you feel stressed or you feel overwhelmed or anxious and recognizing what thoughts are driving those emotions and then working on modifying the thoughts to make them so they have a better emotional outcome. The next layer of the iceberg towards the bottom would be your mood. So I see lots of people or I work with lots of people where they actually score pretty high on depression and anxiety scales. But the focus that what their brain focuses on is the weight. And I think it is really hard to successfully manage weight while you're dealing with a depression or anxiety. I think where the money is and the chance for improvement is working on the mood, improving the depression, improving the anxiety. And that's whether you do that through counseling or if you see your doctor and you decide that medications are the best option whatever works for you and is the correct path for you to help improve your mood, which will then ultimately put you in a position where you can address your eating habits 
in a much more productive manner. When you're depressed and you're trying to change your eating habits, my experience personally, and then also with working with people, is that the eating habits probably don't change, but it just trying to do that while you're depressed generates all sorts of negative self-talk and beating yourself up and far more sense of failure than needs to be. So maybe sometimes it's worthwhile giving yourself a pass on actually thinking about weight loss and saying, I'm going to focus instead on my mood and do what I need to improve that, which ultimately in the long term will help you get to your goal of having weight loss, but you'll do it in a much more gentler and more positive and nicer towards yourself manner than if you just try and white knuckle it while you're dealing with significant mood issue. As a family doctor, I just have to put in a little note about physicians and mood. I think lots of doctors struggle with depression or anxiety. Uh, We see it lots. I also think that we have a really difficult time to reach out for help. And so if you are struggling with your mood, if you're feeling depressed or anxious, I really encourage you to reach out to your family doctor and just go in and talk about it. It's so important to have people that can care for you rather than trying to do this type of care for yourself. If you don't have a family doctor in your community, I'd encourage you to ask for a favor. I think this is the one area where it's worthwhile asking for favors from colleagues to get yourself a family doctor and then use them as your family doctor. Don't try to direct your own care when it comes to mental health. Go in and seek help and get guidance from somebody outside of you. And if you are feeling suicidal or have thoughts of self-harm, please go and seek help. Phone a hotline, go to your emergency room, pick up the phone and phone a colleague, whatever you need to do, but please get help. Okay, so moving on up the iceberg, the next layer would be stress. And we kind of talked about that a little bit with the thoughts. But if you're super stressed all the time, again, it's going to be hard to focus on eating properly. But also there's the hormonal changes with cortisol that happen when you're under chronic stress that actually make it hard to lose weight, even if you are being careful with what you're eating. Uh, So managing your stress is an important aspect to long-term weight loss and weight management. And there's lots of different ways to do that. But what I would say is Sometimes when you're feeling really stressed or burnt out, it feels like the changes need to be really drastic and big to make any difference. But the reality is just small changes can have a ripple effect where they make a big difference. So again, with stress, sometimes just changing what you're thinking about during your day, uh, about what you have to get done, can totally change the experience of the day and how stressed you feel. And so if you go back to uh, one of the earlier episodes where we talked about managing your mindset, uh, there's a bit more detail and we'll talk more in future episodes, but uh, working on your thoughts is a good place to start if you're feeling stressed. Write out a thought download, so write out everything that's in your mind. Choose one of those thoughts and put them into that thought model that we talked about. So writing out the circumstance, which is a neutral fact, which then triggers the thoughts. So what thoughts you have from your thought download, how those make you feel. When you feel that way, what actions do you end up taking? And when you take those actions, what results do you end up seeing in your life? And then you modify the thought in a way that produces a better emotion. But 
is still a believable thought for you. So it doesn't always have to shift drastically. Sometimes a subtle shift will change the emotion that you feel. And then write out the model again. So with that new thought, how does that make you feel? If you were to feel that way during your days, how would your actions be different? And what would the end result be? And you're looking for a thought that the end result would be that you get through your day without feeling overly stressed. The next layer to the iceberg would be self-care and coping strategies. So actually making time that you have in your day or your week where you're doing things that are good for you just to be good for you, not for other people. (laughs) Uh, So, you know, that might look different for everybody, but maybe it's meditation on a regular basis. Maybe it's journaling. Maybe it's going for a walk, visiting with a friend, reading a book, having a bath, something that's not food related, but that gives you some sense of renewal. Uh, is really important when you when you're busy in your weeks and you need to just keep going and you're always going to be busy you need to keep going while still wanting to address behaviors and work towards new goals Uh, taking care of yourself is really important and then another part towards that part of the iceberg would be sleep so sleep is underrated and sometimes as doctors we don't have control over our sleep Uh, unfortunately, our job demands that there are times where we're doing shift work or we're up in the night on call. It can be unpredictable. And we don't always get the day off the next day. Sometimes you have to keep working even though you haven't slept. And honestly, that makes weight loss really hard. Uh, We'll probably do an episode totally on sleep. But again, it increases your stress hormones. So your cortisol goes up, your ghrelin, which is your hunger hormone goes up. So you're more hungry when you've haven't slept you're tired so it's harder to focus on your goals or it's harder sometimes to make choices in line with your goals so I think this just means that it's really important when you are able to control your sleep that you really put a priority on it so number one I one thing I see physicians doing is we do call we're up during the night And we don't really make any allowances to make up for the sleep that we lost. So we have a sleep deficit. Whereas I think as much as possible, if you know you're up at night, you need to maybe say no to some other stuff to start making up for that lost sleep. And maybe it means that on your normal nights, you go to bed an hour earlier consistently. So you're constantly catching a little bit more sleep and building back up. Or maybe it's you plan for a half day off so you can have a nap when you're post call and then you go to bed early that night, even if it means there's dirty dishes on the counter or there's laundry that hasn't been folded or notes that haven't been done. Making that sleep a priority will help with all your other days that follow for everything, work, etc. But it will make a difference for you for trying to stick to your weight loss plan. All right, so to summarize, I think... If things aren't going well for you, if you're not feeling good and you're feeling like you just can't get into following a plan or get some habits under control, don't focus and beat yourself up so much about those. Think about what's under the water. Think about what other things are going on in your life that are ultimately driving those eating behaviors. And what could you do to address the stuff under the water, which will ultimately help make it easier to 
get the eating behaviors under control and start to get a handle on your weight loss. Now your iceberg may look quite different from the iceberg I described. Mine is based on my personal experience, but also what I see people I work with struggle with. But it may be worthwhile to do some thinking on what your personalized iceberg might be. And then remember, because there may be times down the road where you think things are going great, and all of a sudden, something goes awry. Remember about this iceberg and look at those things that are under the water when things go awry, to see what you can address and work on to make the stuff on top of the water easier to deal with. I would love to hear what's in your iceberg and you can send me an email about that or you can comment on the page at weight solutions for physicians forward slash iceberg or email at info at weight solutions for physicians have a fantastic week try not to hit any icebergs this week i'm going to try and steer away from mine now that i've realized i've hit one and we'll talk to you next week thanks for listening 